And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> Hello, Grudence. Welcome to science class. Today, we're gonna do a little experiment in revenge. First, I'm gonna walk you through some safety procedures. First, <clears throat> smoke this nice joint of tainted marijuana. Good. Now, take your big jug of sulfuric acid <clears throat> and place it precariously on that top shelf. Good. Are your Bunsen burners lit? It's time to watch Slaughter High. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. Thank you, everyone, for downloading and listening to our show today. And uh, we've got a very special episode, not that type of very special episode, but the <laughs> other type of very special episode, as we are continuing our look back, back to the realm when you could go down to your local mom and pop video store and head over to the horror rack and find a horror rack hanger on to rent. And uh, we have got a doozy for you this week. We are taking a look at Slaughter High, and I am not looking at it by myself left to right across your podcast dial i am joined by the hair metal hero chris tyler very fucking manilo you've got to be kidding me <laughs> and uh continuing across we've got my brother mr j jackanetti um fuck uh tits screw <laughs> talk dirty frank talk dirty frank <laughs> and yeah, rounding first. He says, um, yeah. tits. And she goes, dirty, dirty. He goes, um, <laughs> uh, uh, tits, screw. <laughs> I, 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 have a, I have one little aside about that when we get to it. And then rounding out our little reunion, as it were, here is two true freaks OG, Mr. Chris Honeywell. Guys, we just have to make it till noon and then we'll be safe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand that either. I don't either. Yeah. The day's over at noon. What? Yeah. I, I, I figured it out. It's real. Real stupid. Oh. <laughs> April Fool's Day ends at noon the next day. It ends at noon in Britain. Oh. Oh, yes. that explains so much. Wow. Except, so much. yeah, except sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it explains no. why it's there, but it doesn't like help any of <laughs> help its. Uh, well, it does. Presence. It doesn't. It, no, it doesn't. And and so just to just to give a little background, so Slaughter High, 
1986 was released in November 1986, came out on VHS uh, shortly after that in early 1987, was released by our good friends at Vestron Video, uh, which is appropriate because this film was in fact distributed theatrically by Vestron Pictures. So it makes sense that they would release the VHS. Uh, very, th- this is one of those cases where the theatrical poster is trash, and no one had, nobody remembers this because it looks like garbage. But the yeah. VHS cover is a, a classic where we have the skeleton wearing a uh, uh, like like a graduate's cap and sunglasses, like he's Vic Rattlehead, and then he's got MJF's scarf and a, uh, a cable knit uh, V-neck sweater. And he's holding an apple, and the apple happens to be a bomb. And it says, Marty majored in cutting classmates, slaughter high, where the student body is going to pieces. I remember this cover very, very clearly from my childhood. Another classic. I always associate this one with uh, Return to Horror High. Yeah. You know, so uh, the skeleton (laughs) in the school motif. Uh, But the odd thing, really odd thing about Slaughter High, so... Being produced in 1986, as uh, as uh, as Chris alluded to, this is a, a English American co-production. Was shot in the United Kingdom, and it was originally entitled April Fool's Day. Mm. But but unfortunately, they learned that Paramount was releasing a film of their own entitled April Fool's Day, also in 1986. Thus, the title was changed to the substantially less appropriate but still pretty memorable Slaughter High, and that's how we got to where we are today. I actually learned I actually learned that fact from my own brain <laughs> because I was watching the movie and I'm like, when when I saw the hand reach up and pull the the the, the date off the calendar and change it to April first, I'm like, why the hell didn't they call this April Fool's Day? It's obviously <laughs> April Fool's Day. And then I'm like, oh, there must have been another movie called a- – yeah, there there had to have been another movie called yeah. April Fool's Day. Well, problem solved. <laughs> you know, in Japan, is the, uh, well, as of 2018 at least, the, in Japan is the only country that still actually on home video refers to this movie as April Fool's Day. Oh. I don't know why. They still do. It's not like the other, like the other one doesn't exist over there. It does. But they're both called April Fool's Day. That must get very confusing. So <laughs> yeah, because when you say April Fool's Day 1986-1 and April Fool's Day 1986-2, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so our our plot, such as it is uh, for this film, involves a uh, Marty. Everybody loves Marty, except no, nobody loves Marty, who's the the nerd at this school, which has about a dozen students at it. Yeah, and um, a coach. Hey, and and a coach. Yeah. Before we go any further, I just want to say this. Okay. Sure. Okay. This movie, within the first five minutes, already shows you how it cannot possibly be real. Okay? Oh, I think I think I know what it is, but go on. Okay. They make an announcement that all the track athletes should come to the track. That's not the problem. And everyone else who's going to be a spectator, come out to the track and let's watch the track meet. Bullshit. <laughs> Nobody no watches the track meet. Nobody fucking watches a track meet. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I, I've yeah. run championship meets. High-level Division One championship meets. We fucking couldn't pay people to come watch those fucking things. Like, you know who so, watches? You say you know who watches track can't. meets? 
Your parents. Not even your not even your parents. It's the other trackies who are oh, not in yeah, an event yeah. yet. Yeah, so it's like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, discus doesn't go off till two. I guess we can sit here and watch the races until we gotta go report to disc. You know, that's yeah. that's who watches track. So right yep. there, right there, in the first five minutes, I go, this movie's already fake. The whole movie's bullshit. Whatever else happens, I mean, I've seen it before. But if like, anything else happens, that right there tells me it's fake. And the 35-year-old. I thought it was some seniors. sort of special school. Um, she's they were all 36. 30. <laughs> so Carolyn yeah. Monroe was 36 when she filmed this. Get it right. Let me let me let me say this about Carolyn. Hold on. Hold on. Let me say this about Carolyn Monroe. So this is 1986, right? Yes. This is this is a full decade Mm -hmm. after her extended cameo in The Spy Who Loved Me. This also comes after her previous appearance on this very podcast in Captain Cronus Vampire Hunter. This also comes after her turn in Sinbad and the Golden Voyage. Star still crash. fucking hot. Yeah. Still fucking hot. Would yeah. would smash. Absolutely. Ten oh, out of yeah. ten. 100%. Jesus Christ. I, I mean that uh, her running around. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Cu- and uh, furthermore, kudos to the Steadicam guy on this movie because he got his money's <laughs> they got his money's worth out of that dude. Jesus Christ. And he does a great job. That's not. I'm not even. That's not even a joke. That's a shoot. That Steadicam guy is fantastic in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, uh, Chris? I cut you off. Uh, no, oh, no, no, I said still, oh, sorry, the other, the Chris. other Chris. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, I, I figured it had to be some sort of remedial school, and they were just <laughs> the only ones there, and they've been there for the last, they've been just been repeating classes for the last 10 or 15 years or something like that. <laughs> I, and that was another thing that I figured out on my own was like, oh, well, we're going to definitely have a flash forward here because these guys are going to have to age into their real ages. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it has to be soon because, you know, they, they, they would have, if they're going to be in the majority of movie, they would have cast for the older people instead of the yeah. younger people. So, Right. But, uh, yeah, so Marty is the nerd outcast, and uh, he is seduced into the locker room by Carol, who's, of course, Carol Monroe. And, uh, you know, that she's in one shower stall and he's in the other and she's convincing him to get naked. And they open he opens the shower curtain, giving us that lovely full frontal of, uh, full of Marty. Yeah, and no, he's definitely yes. British, if you know what we mean. Uh, the, full, yes. the full frontal wasn't as like uncomfortable male nudity as the swirly was. No, the swirly, that was, you know, it's those one of those things. Act, those poor yeah. actors had to have their faces right in the, the crack. Of the, I mean, they're, hold, they're each holding a leg and, like, plunging him like a plunger. It's just like, oh, dude. Well, you know, we, we've talked about before that sometimes, like, you know, uh, that, 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 you know, uh, what, what we might call toxic masculinity back in the eighties was basically like a half step away from like outright homosexuality. Yeah. It was there like you late, go. Right there. Homosexuality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh my, but, uh, yeah. So they, the whole, the, basically every other student in the school essentially is there and they film him and they're taunting him with a jester mask and they have, they tie a, a car battery to the, to <laughs> So he can't get out because that won't kill him, of course, you know, hitting somebody with the current <laughs> off a car battery. That won't uh, electrocute you or, or shock your heart into submission. Stop your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And this Unless this goes soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. Right, right out yeah. of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and so this goes on for a while until the only position of authority that we see the coach comes in and, and breaks it up. And uh, so 
And and this is the thing. So okay, so the coach breaks it up. They, they all the the bullies get sent to detention in phys ed where they're just doing exercises. And th- this is confusing also because at first coach is being mean to him, right? He's yelling at him and making fun of him. Then later he's like actually giving one of the girls tips on how to do her lift right. Yeah. He's like, keep your elbows in. Don't put the elbows out. He's like, what? What? Are, so is it? Is it? Is it? Punishment or is it phys ed? I'm not sure how that works. Well, I, I know for some hand in hand over there is, yeah. is he has he feels he needs to make sure he's correcting. You know, yeah. if you're gonna do this, do it right. I mean, right. come on, you know. Well, yeah. also if you're a coach, you're a coach. You know, it's 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 a knee jerk <laughs> yeah. reaction. You know, you got, you got the like, short it's like, coaching. It's yeah. like you the got police, the. Sh- it's like when the police bring your kids home and the parents are pissed off and are like, they get in the door and they're just like, what the fuck did you just? Are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> something to eat. Now sit down, you know, basically. I was going to say, yeah, you got to get the shorts, the whistle. You got to really mellow it up in there, you know, if you're going to be yeah. a coach. The guy who was playing but, the coach was having a riot. He was yeah. really <laughs> enjoying his role. He was he was he wasn't quite chewing the scenery, but he was doing like, you know, dollars. I'm going to say dollar store a lot in this episode. He was doing like dollar store chewing the scenery. He was kind of a little bit like who was was it Milton Berle who was the coach in Greece? He was kind of reminding me of the coach in Greece. Yeah, a little bit of the coach from Greece, yeah. I don't think that was Milton Berle, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, they, here, here's where the real thing comes up. Okay, so they had – the bullies had this whole plot to humiliate Marty. I'm willing to accept all of that because they had time to plan it, obviously, right? Yeah. So they get caught, and now in the 10 to 3rd – let's give it – let's be generous. In the hour after they get caught doing this, they have now hatched an even more elaborate plan that involves several coincidences that must happen in order for their plan to come off. Well, I think the entire yeah. plan was just to give him the bad weed. Yeah, and then and then he's he got he, – he, he, take, he takes his, his chemical tips from the beyond – and keeps the giant oh jar of God. nitric acid on the highest possible shelf again. I felt like that was so, like, I mean, like, if nothing else screamed that this was, you know, had to be a British movie, like, huh, where can we get this from the Italians? Let's put the acid on the highest shelf possible. Also, the level of nerdness he, he was, for one, uh, that level of movie nerd nerdness isn't going to accept a joint, or he'll take the joint and be like, man, fluff, flush it down the toilet or something, you know? But this guy... No, no. Marty's like immediately smokes it in the lab, smokes up, reeks up the lab and like, I'm going to do my experiment and I'll and I'll smoke this weed. You know, okay, it was now, Chris, oh. you must have at some point gotten high and done some experiments. Come on. Not in high school. Not, not in, in high school. school. <laughs> in, not in high school. <laughs> I love that. That proviso. I was not. I was not like I. I. I was a late bloomer to to partying in in high school, and I never. I never crossed school and drugs like like my friends did. I was right. always like, I was. I was in. I. I. I was under scrutiny a lot at school, and the last thing I wanted to do was walk in there with like beet red eyes, and, right. and my mouth and like my fly catcher open. Uh, real quick, it was Sid Caesar is the coach from Sid Greece. Caesar, yes, okay. It was driving me nuts. Yes, it was. Um, just uh, real quick, uh, uh, I know we got other things here. Just um, so Simon Scud- uh, Scudmore, Scudmore, I guess I say his name. He played Marty. He actually died of, of uh, 
it's said of an intentional drug overdose shortly after Ooh. filming. So oh, the God. killer in the later scenes is actually the writer slash director Mark Ezra wearing the jester mask. So whenever we see the jester mask running around, it's not even the same guy. Um, oh man. Yeah. Yikes. And they also the entire script was ninety pages long. So they started filming and they weren't even gonna make seventy five minutes. So they said, Let's ad lib stuff like a whole chase scene. So yeah. the chase scene that yeah. seems completely tacked on was completely tacked completely. on. Yeah. yeah, I mean there's Yeah, unfortunately way. once so so they do all this, you know, they they give him the bad joint. He has a bad I love him lighting it off the Bunsen burner. That just That's really great. cracked me like up. Like eighty four times. Yeah, that's not how pot is smoked. You you, you can it's, light it once and you're pretty much set. But it's like it's it, I don't yeah it's it's like when the guy like the real square is like I don't know this stuff's working I don't know I don't really feel uh, like no this. no I I totally like I bet on that film set it was sort of like you know when the church does the like House of Horror on Halloween and they're like and now we enter into the drug den. like you had a bunch of actors who'd never smoked pot in their life going well i guess this would be how it would be done or the director going like keep lighting it just keep lighting it every time well the the best part was not only did he try lighting it then he's like got his hands cupped over it like i'm like what is he doing like i mean look as somebody who has never smoked a joint in my entire life or done any drugs even i know you're doing it wrong like buddy like like, like, come on man like when, when, when the straight edge guy is like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> right, like, yeah, so, yeah. Part of me was like, just give me that thing. Let me I'm offended that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, you're not even doing it right. The worst is, it pops on one end, it blows up, he turns it around. And let's light the other end. Like, he was so desperate to get high. Well, like, and I've also not- never heard anybody go like, hey, go go get that pot we got that, that makes you throw up. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I'm, I'm not sure how, what you would put into into it to make him sick. Yeah, like, exactly. I, it, Maybe it was the chronic. Know. Who knows? It was the yeah. chronic, and yeah. the, well, the could be the supersonic, so we're good. I was, that's <laughs> yes, I was gonna say. <laughs> Felt on the big fat fanny, but the these uh, were the days before the the chronic, man. You know, I don't know. It was '86, man. Well, the hydroponic shit. You know, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of pot talk for some straight guys. I was going to say, a lot, a lot of pot talk for a bunch of conservatives. And, well, Honeywell makes up for it, though. So it, I, yeah, can, okay. yeah, I, yeah. I can yeah, I can put the stamp of authority on any on any uh, conversation here. I, I say Honey, I, Honeywell's kind of like, he's kind of like, uh, I was going to say, he's kind of, he's, he's from, right. that's, I, that's my note in my notes. It says that is, that's 100% not how pot happens. <laughs> no, oh, I, it happens. It happens at your bachelor party when your when your best man goes, "Hey Tyler, I made you these brownies. Why don't you eat them?" Oh, oh. why don't you have another one? Well, that's the thing. The he bag? knew. Yeah, well, he knew. He knew his audience. He knew Chris Tyler brownies. Yeah, that was perfect. You know, right? you know. Here at Deli, they smelled amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if he had baked them into a Boston cream pie, Jesus Christ, look at uh, the, forget geez, about I, it. I hate Boston cream pie. What? <laughs> Oh, oh, is that is that one of those things where it's not a real Boston thing? No, I just don't really like it. Oh, what what's your stance on Boston baked beans then? Uh, the candy or the beans? The, the, the candy or yeah, the candies are delicious. The beans are even better. The real beans. Okay, well there we go. So okay, good. So his his bean town card has not been not been revoked. Uh, one one last thing about pot to me when I picture Chris Honeywell, I, I just think of gutter from PCU when he's testifying <laughs> before Congress. 
I I didn't exhale. No, I'm sorry. I, I always think of the what's his face, the uh, the other one. Um, oh fuck, it's Raji and Bill. Yeah, not Raji and Deej. What are their names? Yeah, she's kid. You know. Yeah. You got merch. You gotta lay off the pot. George Clinton's here right now. <laughs> Mersh, that's right, Mersh. Anyway, well, now can you imagine Slaughter High taking place at Porchester University? That would have been. Oh my God. That's been some balls and chef right there. But anyway, so we're, we're, we are not a PCU podcast, as awesome as that would be. But um, uh, uh, Tom Panneries. You were no, not. we're not PC. Yeah, well, Tom Panneries on Pop Culture Affidavit, also available on TutureFreaks.com. Did a great episode about PCU in the archives. Go check that out. So, long story short, Marty smokes the bad weed. He starts freaking out. He sets himself and the whole lab on fire and then knocks the nitric acid and that top of the rickety shelf onto himself, like a whole like gallon of it, yeah. like all yeah. over him. And then the whole thing's on fire, and he grabs onto the flaming hot pipe as all the, the other students are watching. Carolyn that was a Monroe nice effect. Runs. Yeah, that was, pretty, that was pretty good. I mean, the effects in general for this really, well, really cheap I, movie are better than they deserve to be. Yeah. I, w- w- at this point, I was like, okay, so this is sort of a, a dollar store version of the dollar store movie Toxic Avenger, but not as exciting. And I kept thinking, okay, what is it about this movie – that's that's makes it so because I've heard people talking about this movie for a while. I was like, why why is this stand out from other slasher movies? And it's the kills. The kills yeah. in this movie are like, you know, I would I would be like, man, this is a sucky. You know what? That was a very nice kill right there. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Are they gonna do that? Wait, 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 yes, wait. yes, yes. So wait, the kills you know make up well. for it in spades in this movie. Chris, you know full well. It's that original soundtrack from this oh. whole film. Oh, Jesus. At least, I'll be honest with you, at least at least the music in the movie wasn't like, you could say, oh my God, they totally ripped off, uh, was it, uh, Harry Man, he did the music, so it's okay. Yeah. He used his own music. So at least he ripped himself off. Because he literally this every single trope yes. of his every single one is in there you know the, including like the soundtrack from friday the 13th that's yes. the soundtrack of the movie i oh, i, I, I love the yeah i and i love their the friday the 13th gag yeah. yeah when they go they so okay so again for for the listening line just for their benefit to finish the setup so oh, marty is have no 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 it's hey we, we 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 reach brother it's okay but the uh so marty gets horribly scarred the kids feel bad they they move on because they're the you know the rich popular kids and so they all get invited to this anniversary this reunion that's either five or ten years later depending on you know whether you read the back of the box or listen to the dialogue and so they, they're, but they're, they're the only ones there. These these ten people are the only ones there. The ten people that that were involved in this this awful thing they did to Marty. And then Marty naturally starts bumping them off uh, one by one in the creepy old school. But the like you said, the, the kills in this are are really creative, but they they have to be because there's it, it's such a basic setup. But so, but the, they the, the close the circle on the Friday the Thirteenth thing. Normally, I say, you know, don't remind the audience of a different, better movie they could be watching. And so they break in and then 
know, they, they break into the school, which is obviously there's no reunion going on, but it's a storm. So they break in anyway. And then one of the characters pops up wearing the hockey mask. And it's the act. It's like I said, Jay said, it's the music for Friday the 13th. So he goes, who'd you think I was? Jason. <laughs> and it's like, again, I, I could be watching Friday the 13th, but okay. I've seen this before. So I know this movie gets better. <laughs> so, so you, know, you know what that reminded me of? Okay. So you remember in, um, uh, this, you got to follow along. In the Hills of Eyes, when there's a Jaws poster with a slash through it. Yeah. And, yes. Um, uh, Sam Raimi had felt that when he saw that in, in, in that movie, that Wes Craven was saying, hey, you think that's horror? No, this is real horror. We've sl- you know, th- we were showing you real horror. So Sam Raimi, then in Evil Dead, took a poster of The Hills Have Eyes and put a slash through it and said, no, no, we're real horror, Wes. You're not. And I felt like that was a st- straight dig, at, even though, like, I mean, like, well, look, guys, you know, Friday the 13th was all well and good. Because what, it's 86, we have like, what, 27 of them by that point, right? <laughs> um, so literally, he was like, no, no, yours is cutesy pie, but we can make fun of it. We're real horror. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that in this movie, because maybe you're not up to that level. I mean, their kills are really good, but it's like, I don't know if this is what you want to do, because basically you're just remaking The Burning, but yeah. I could be watching The Burning, which is, yeah. and I like Slaughter High, but The Burning's a better movie. Yeah, so, it would... so, Go ahead. Yeah, it would, sorry. I miss Costanza, yeah. 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 And and hearing Costanza as a speaking like fighting a British accent would have been really great too. Like <laughs> a, the janitor, yeah. man. The janitor was was trying to do like American step and fetch it, like yeah. total offensive racial stereotype, but he was like obviously had Jamaican go and with a British well, accent going on in there yeah. at the same time. And I see, I, yeah, and he I was, definitely definitely had somewhere in Central America with with yeah. that accent, either Caribbean or Central American. It was, and it was, it was just something. Like, it was a he had like a Caribbean twang to it that would just poke out every once in a while. You, I, you it, wonder you wonder if that guy had like a whole backstory for this caretaker that he wrote out that he emigrated from Belize <laughs> to the United States, you know. And, Maybe he's, if he was he's a British actor, actor, then maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So, he actually yeah. went and cleaned at a school for a month. Yeah. Know, just to... <laughs> he learned. He learned the trait. You mean? You mean it's it's mean like when Patton Oswalt tried to make his background character in Mikhail's Navy into an actual character where he took the sip of coffee. It's the worst coffee he's ever tasted. Oh, um, yeah. up. Director's like, you know what? Why don't you just walk off? And he goes, great, I'll do it. And he walks off in a scene. And the next scene, there's someone else sitting at that place, and he's off the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh. No, but the, the difference, the, the difference between, because you're right, the, the plot of this movie, very similar to the burning. I mean, really similar to the burning. There's no question about it. The, the difference to me and, and why I, why I, one of the reasons I, I do like this film and one of the reasons that I, I put it on the list of horror rack hangers on, because besides, of course, its cover, is that it's it really doesn't take itself too seriously. And oh, that's yeah. where the difference yeah. is. Whereas the burning is the burning's a legit straight up mm-hmm. slasher movie. And it's it there's some parts in that that are just I mean, that, that's that's some pretty scary shit in some yeah. parts of that movie. The Slaughter High. I, this is why I really wish this could have been called April Fool's Day because it that is the perfect title for it. This is a it, it doesn't take itself seriously. A lot of this it's got its tongue pretty firmly planted in the cheek. The kills are outlandish and ridiculous, 
And I have a lot of fun with it, even though watching it, you're like, oh, you're like, Chris, you, you made the point, I think, before we started recording that it took you about half an hour to get into this. And I do, I think that's like, the, when I start watching this, I'm like, man, why am I watching this? Why do I remember this movie being better? And then it starts picking up. You're like, oh, now I oh, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, because, and like, it took me like a half hour and I was like, that's when I was like, that was something I did look up. I was like, was this made in Britain? Because I, it was, and, and it made sense now that you were saying that they were improvising a lot because the scene where dollar store Scott Bayo is doing like, Oh, and then the city escaped from the loony bin. And, but then he said something and he was so very afraid. And I was like, who says that? <laughs> what jock says that? And then, and then I was like, is he, is he Harry Potter? Let me look this up. And I'm like, yeah, it was made in Britain, but it took a half hour to get there. And that was when I was, I was starting to think about stuff like that. But you know, I was fully in get once, once the guy was like, let me get underneath this uh this uh lawnmower and uh the fix tractor. this up. Yeah, yeah the tractor, tractor slash lawn with the lawnmower attachment on the back. Let me let me work on this from below. I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. And they did that that I mean, they the way they filmed it, they, and there was like just some little touches and they're they're nice little touches that you can add to a low budget movie where that they that that would often not be in another slasher movie when when they when you see the body when the blades go down on him and you see the final shot of his like dead face you can see like the blood just you can see that they like sprayed the blood from the angle of his stomachs and it was right, like right. just thick and caked over his face yeah. whereas in a lot of other movies he would have just you know somebody would have just been like squirt squirt and just like put a few things about this look like somebody just got drenched in blood yes it, yeah. it was it was a, a gooey wet slimy mess and it was awesome yeah yeah the, the two the two that the, the two that i i still besides that but that was just classic but the ones that kind of go together is is uh ted and shirley because ted and I, i'm using character names because i got wikipedia nobody remembers any character names <laughs> right except, no. except carol Who's played by Carolyn Monroe? I got a feeling she probably had a different name. It's like, why well, she just called me Carol, you know? And then, uh, and Skip, who's like, the uh, like who's Tony the punk. And everything he's ever been in, he's yeah. got called Tony, otherwise he doesn't know you're talking to him. Yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, okay, Mr. So, Thompson, what's the? <laughs> when I say, and press down on your foot, but uh, no, so he so he drinks. He he does, he chugs the the pull top beer right. He punches the hole in it and he chugs it. Yes. And at first it's like, oh, is, is, is he, is he like drunk off of one beer? Cause it's like all the audio starts getting distorted and he starts ripping his own guts out because it's got like battery acid in the beer. And, and, and it's like, that is gross. And it's not so much the, the, uh, the gut rip, the gut, the gut eruption, as I wrote in my notes. That I like that. That reminds me of like like a Romero Zombie. movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Zombie yeah. Movie, yeah. But the the just just the, the the shot of the beer can with the caustic foam leaking out of it. That was cool. That to me sells the effect because without saying a word, you know exactly what happened. Yes. You know that it's some type of acid or something in there that's eating his guts out. And he just and, blasted it down in there, yeah. too, with a shotgun. So it's just like, yeah. yeah. It, then it makes so, sense, you know. Right. right so that so that that one I liked. And then the, the knock-on from that 
is his uh, Shirley, the girl that gets freaked out. She runs, and apparently the school has a bathtub. Yeah. Because all schools have bathtubs. Well, Putting that aside, you know. But then she starts taking it, and she does the classic, you know. So when when a scream queen is is taking a shower, they have that certain way they have to do it, where you know you 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 put some you put some soap on your arm, and then you soap your breasts, and then you soap your breasts, and then you soap your breasts, and then you soap your breasts. And then, yeah. for good measure, you make sure you soap your breasts again, right? You got to do yes. that. Then don't you look around because you don't hear forget a, the breasts. Yeah, you hear a sound, so you stop for a second, and then you go back to soaping your breasts. Um, but then, you know, it, it, the I, and again, I given the end, giving th- this is one of the ones you start asking. Well, how the hell did Marty do all this? That the water starts turns into acid, and she starts getting scalded and and chemically burned by all the acid, and it's all over her body. It's like from her legs and her chest and her face. It's all over her damn body. That's so great. That it all is. that reminded me of is earlier in this series. In fact, the first one in this series we did was Sleepaway Camp. And remember the cook, Artie the creepy cook, got the giant vat of boiling water dumped all over it. And then we talked about all the burns and stuff. Well, this is that taken like almost to the next level because it's her whole yeah. damn body. Yeah, and then she does the Raiders of the Lost Ark at the very end, and just like, <laughs> yes. but but the you know the, the way it's room. filmed though, <laughs> I, I was enjoying that one because I was like, you just get out of the tub, even if yeah. you you know just roll right out of that tub, you know, real quick. That's usually what it, she you know it, yeah, but that's okay because at that point I wanted everybody dead anyway. It was yeah, fine, that, that's fine if anybody no... died. Better there's no likable right. characters in the entire no. thing. No, right, no. right. You know, you know who's the coach. I, I, I like I, the I coach. For the lawnmower, so I wanted yeah. to think, you know, I, think so. Co- coach, coach is likable. You know who else is likable? Manny, Carol's agent, telling her that she needs to do <laughs> like that pieces, weird porno with the with pieces. The pieces. He's got pieces, and he's got supersonic man, and he's got another one between them that you never get a good look at. At least oh. not on the copy I have. But I love that guy's like, you take your clothes off every day for the photographer. What's the problem? You want to be big in this business? Uh... <laughs> I think that was based on Weinstein. Yeah, I got a feeling. <laughs> Who's, who can't be topical? It's you a... know? <laughs> hey, well, we were talking about the burning. That's a Weinstein joint. So There you go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <sighs> I don't I I thought I literally when I was watching this and it all started going down, I'm like, all right, it's too simple for Marty to be the killer. So there's got to be a twist. It's got to be the coach because he's the only other person. And the coach was, you know, the coach could have thought it like seeing Marty go crazy over the years and been like gone crazy himself and been like, I'm going to get these kids. So I was waiting for the the twist. And then it turns out, no, it is Marty. But then they felt that they had to do a twist after that. And that twist was just ridiculous. God yes. damn ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Okay. So real quick, can we just throw this in there before we talk about the twist thing? All right. So the interior of the high school was actually a condemned grammar school because there are no lockers in a lot of English yes. schools. So they had to go get lockers. <laughs> so what happened was since the school was condemned anyway, they were allowed to make all the explosions and set the fires and stuff. But the problem is the outside of the school doesn't look like a high school. So what they do is they shot in an abandoned mental asylum. Oh, That's the inside of the school. But you might recognize that from an, the Adam Ant video, Little Goody Two Shoes. Oh God! It's the exact same oh. Outside. Oh. But here, what? Well, wait, there's more. Catherine Monroe <laughs> also is in that video, and she's in this movie, right? Oh my God! Britain isn't very big. 
you know? <laughs> but I'm just saying is, like, they're like, well, this looks like an elementary school. We probably should shoot the hair. This mental asylum looks like a high school. What? Yes. So they found an abandoned mental hospital, an abandoned condemned middle school that they're going to tear down any uh, elementary school. So, so they didn't have lockers, so they go get lockers. That's why you ever noticed, like, the, when Marty's at so, locker, and the lockers only, are so so basically, yeah, Manny only, is everybody's like, agent. Yeah. Yeah. Manny, Manny's right. like talking to Billy Idol, like, I got this uh, mental institution you can you can film in front of. Nah, my yeah. friend owns it. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're right. All the the lot when they're when they're giving him the joint, there's like five lockers, and they're all different sizes. Yeah, yeah they're all just sort of sitting around. They're all just sort of hanging out. Like... Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, why why at St. Larry's did Luke and I have better lockers when we were in yes. like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade than they had there? Like literally, um, those lockers were the like pieces of shit, and ours yeah. looked way better than they had. So. But uh, uh, yeah, but like like, it's, like I said, th- things are you you get the sincere feeling that no despite the fact they did they, they made a joke at the expense of friday the 13th there this really is an april fool's gag this movie is supposed to be funny when when ha, when like six people have been killed or five people have been killed and suddenly stella wants to fuck yeah now hey, yeah that it's a, oh, well you hey, know all stella I can, wants all I to fuck of, Stella's gonna fuck. That's Stella's all there is fuck. to it. If you, if I, I maybe think of what is it uh, from Cheech and Chong? Do you find cheaper pussy? Fuck it, you know. Yep. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's from. He says it, but it's that's from Dustal Dawn. <laughs> if you can find pussy for a dollar, fuck it. Fuck it. If you can you find can cheaper pussy, pussy anywhere. Fuck it. Yeah. That was my favorite line. You missed the whole yeah. thing, though. We got Nagahide pussy, leather pussy, <laughs> black pussy, white pussy, chicken pussy, hot pussy. <laughs> this is new, but this is American pie pussy. <laughs> oh. That movie, but, uh, it seriously, is better than the sum of its parts. Kind of like. Kind of like this movie because yeah, yeah. I've I've never seen a movie that had the absolute balls, and I mean this, the the moxie, however you want the chutzpah, however you want to put it, uh, the cojones to have two people. It, it's like student bodies. I'm sorry, baby, but my paper mache bulls get me hot. You know, to have two people in in the middle of a locked in this school decide on that's time to fuck. And they find the bed, which I guess is the caretaker's bed, because why else would you have a bed there, right? Uh, and who knows? And then to have the two, and again, this really, this this particular kill relies a lot on coincidence. It relies on Stella getting to that that time that what are they what 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 what's the the the, the beautiful agony, and then grabbing the metal headboard and then electrocuting them. Because yeah. of the the laws of the the you know because of Ohm's law of V equals I R, they're both going to get killed there. But what if she doesn't <laughs> grab the headboard? I mean, as it is, I mean Frank has trouble getting it up to begin with. Right, right. Frank is like, so, Frank was on the verge of failure from the very beginning, so it's like. I mean, what did Marty have a plan B? It's like okay, if they if he can't get it up, I'll just stab him. All right, well, that's what we'll do. Okay, yes, hey, got, uh, got it. No, if, he, if he can't get it up, I'm going to put the uh, the big spear. Right through both of them because we're not just ripping off one movie. We're gonna rip off the movie that that movie ripped off. So no, that's that's Bay of Blood for those of you yes. who get that reference. Friday the Thirteenth ripped off Bay of Blood. Bay of Blood has a scene where the the killer puts the the spear right through the guy and the woman and, right to the floor. Right. Yes. 
Yeah. Bay of Blood, of course, covered on this very podcast under its international title, Twitch of the Death Nerve. It only has like about a dozen, so you, you're, yeah. the odds were not in your favor on that one. That was before you were on the show. <laughs> I, I, know that, I, know, I know I always appreciate this, and I know my brother does too, that one of the weapons of choice, the javelin, Yep. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Marty hit somebody with a, a hammer, you know, to keep the track and field theme going. Not, the not a hammer. Like, yeah, not a hammer like you folks out there yeah. are thinking, oh, like a hammer, like I'm going to hammer nails. No, I mean a shot put on the end of a cord that would okay, spin around your head. When, when she throws the javelin down at him, what a bad throw. Like, oh, I'm going to back and put it in him. Just jam it in there, lady. I, I, I do like Carol Monroe Sandra-ing Marty out through the window. That's, you know. <laughs> That's our. Yeah. If you listen Not, to Bots, Bugs, and Babes, that's what we've now termed. Anytime somebody gets thrown out a window, she gets Sondred. Like from Abnick, I'll Frankenstein. So she, I mean, he runs at her. She does like the like the judo throw, right? She just yeah. sidestep, grab him by the collar, out the window with you. Yeah. My favorite move with her takes a hell of a bump, too. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> that, uh, my favorite, my favorite kill with her is the hatchet. That's oh yeah, yes. that was just like I was just like yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that is like, that is pretty great. I kind of hated Dollar Store Scott Bayo. There were lots of and speaking of drugs that I drugs that I actually don't do. I'm I'm not a fan of of cocaine, but when dollar but I do know that when when Dollar Store Scott Bayo does a line of cocaine that you don't get groggy afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, your head doesn't start to lull. You just start get. He would he would get more obnoxious, which would have been better for the character. That's but he started like getting her. like tired and stuff, and it's like, yeah, that's not how cocaine works at all, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming that's what you're sniffing, but that's what they said they were sniffing. But no, like, was, I I wanted to see him die more than once. Smarties. Yeah. I, I didn't like back. him most of all, and I got to see him die twice, so that was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I, the, and and him getting hung was kind of satisfying. It was just like that was more of a Friday the Thirteenth, just sort of like you're dead, you know, rather than like I'll lower the 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 blade down onto you. But then, like, okay, he lives, and I'm like, oh, please let him live to die another <laughs> another day, <laughs> another before noon. <laughs> and, and yeah and and she he he eats the hatchet in the face which is which is wonderful the right the uh, right before then so it's it's uh carol and um i forget i don't have her name here the other girl that that survives the one who drowns in the cesspool which is kind of nasty when you uh, think yeah. about it of all the things to drown in um so they say that's when they start saying, "Oh, if we if we survive until noon, April Fool's Day will be over and we'll be okay." And then she goes, "Well, he's followed all the rules so far." It's like, what? Yeah, what? it's like, did rules? they cut out a scene? You know, <laughs> did they cut out the scene where he left a note up that was like, "Here's the rules," you know? Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I guess maybe yeah. there's maybe there's just rules that they all uh, of. April Fools in in England that they all know that we don't know because they do somebody do yeah somebody get Andrew Leyland on the phone let's, yeah let's, Andrew let's tell us about it. your fish and chips April Fools Day there in in England yeah I I don't I, care about the April Fools I just care about the fish and chips yes yeah that's good stuff but uh, 
Yeah, so that that one, and you know, you know, like he's he stuck to the rules so far. Jigsaw is watching. He's like, no, he didn't. He didn't say what the rules were. What the hack, you know? But <laughs> you've got to follow the rule. You have to give them a way to win the game. It's like, haven't you? Sorry. Did you pay attention at all? I mean, Jesus Christ, man! But <laughs> well, that would have been it would that oh, would have been funny. That would have been a funny scene if it was like twelve thirty and he had the spear and he, and she was just like, it's twelve thirty. I made it past twelve. He's like. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he ba- I mean, he basically no, does that because it's after yeah. 12 yeah, when right. she gets killed. And so it's like, you know, you it, you have to wonder, is it it w- was I mean, uh, the way I read it, because we don't have any other information, is that they're projecting it. They're projecting that this is, oh, it's about April Fool's Day and all this. And it's like, no, I think Marty just wants to fucking get back at you guys because you ruined his life. Maybe that's it. Yeah, no, I'm glad I knew there was a possibility that at the end, the joke might have been on Marty or something and, or, or that it might have been on whoever was last and all the rest of them are like, ha ha, April Fool's, we all pretended to die. And then Marty blows up the school or something. And I was hoping that wouldn't happen. But I knew that that was a possibility yeah. of how they this could end. Now. No, they made, they the, the, April, yeah. the April Fool's joke was on the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, well, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. Yeah, Before, no, but, that's what that was. <laughs> well, but I, I will say this. So the, you know, the end of it, uh, as we said, there's a lot of kind of ad lib chase that gets very repetitive. But the steady cam work is wonderful of Carol being chased around by Marnie. And he finally corners her in the girls locker room where the, the trauma happened all those years ago. And he has her cornered and she says, she's sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry. And uh, he just stabs her right in the gut with the javelin. And it's like all you all you film school, amateur film schoolers out there want to talk to me about final girl theory. Here you go. Slaughter High, 1986, right in the middle of the 80s slasher mill. There's no final girl here. And I I love that. I love because it, it it's even though, again, the, the ending kind of undoes all of it. It subverts the expectation by 86. That and also Carolyn Monroe, the, Monroe. You don't think she's yeah. going to die, you know? Right. You don't think that the, the, the lead actress, the only the name actual in the name, movie. The, right. Yeah, the only name in the movie. She's the, the prettiest one by far. She, you, she's the one you don't see her breasts. Of, Boom. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I mean, that, like I said, that, there's the a shower. Nah, no, really. Remember, she's no in the in the shower. She's not naked. She is when she's showering at her house and yeah, Nancy comes over. No, yeah. but she's covered the whole time. Yeah, she's got the yeah, right arm up. Yeah. yeah. So you don't you don't she's even naked. see it. I trust I mean, Hero on this one. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's totes naked, but just you know she didn't again as a. Uh, uh, like we'll say, we'll, we'll shout out to the grind bin. She didn't get both halves of that 50, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the grind bin podcast, fellow uh, movie podcasters. But, but the, but again, just the, the, I've, I've always liked that. The idea that, oh, you think, oh, she's going to stand up to him. She's going to kill him, something like that. And he gets her and that's it. Except it's not it because then it turns into a Mario Bava movie. Yeah. Yes. So with all the, the fog movie, rolling in, just, with the yeah, with the just, fog and the and the spirits, it's like it really does look like a Bava movie now, doesn't it? <laughs> that looked like they came back and reshot re- because yep. you could totally see like, all right, let's get the fog machine going, and they're just sort of standing there, and then the you could almost hear the director off screen going, okay, wave your hands around, 
Okay, now yeah. everybody go down, 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 down. Okay, you're in the fog cut. And and they and okay, get the get this group of people here, and then they would all do their waving hands, and then lower down into the fog, yeah. and it, it just looked like a bunch of pickups. By that point, I was just like, oh Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you but know, again, but but for you got to hit that ninety minute mark. Yeah, they barely yeah, so got just... the seventy minutes. I mean, they were like, pad this thing out. Like, oh, what else can we do? Yeah, so. But I mean, for for padding, I like that. I like the idea that that even though Marty got his revenge, he's still haunted and tormented because he was so traumatized by the bullying, the constant bullying from these people that even though he's killed every one of them, they're still tormenting him. So I did like that part. the The next part seems <laughs> a bit much. Where what a twist. we what a twist. <laughs> where. Uh, where where she, uh, she wakes up and she walks into the shower and Marty's there. No wait, that was Dallas. But we we cut to Marty <laughs> in the hospital oh. and his face is all bandaged up and it was all a dream. Oh, it's like or this was, is or was it or was this all prologue? Was this did this is is this going to happen and this is what Marty has concocted the plan he's going to do? It is. Well, because it's sort of because it's sort of it. it, it do, I don't know if they meant to do it, but it sort of goes along with with Scott Baio's improvised story earlier of like and then he, you know, you know, he sat in the hospital for years and then he went insane and then broke out of the mental home and exacted his revenge. And so that might have been him uh, since since. We can we can now now that with that ending you can now write off anything that happened in the movie that didn't make right. sense. And, and everything there, is and there. Yeah, there is a lot retconned. too. Yeah. And it, and but you can see be be at that point that was where Marty was you know when and so now begins if this movie did well the beginning of you know um part two which would be which was yes slaughter high two which would be sort of like friday the 13th because he'd never you know (laughs) he never really killed anybody in the first movie actually nobody even really died in the first movie so he could they could literally do a sequel with the same characters (laughs) and marty setting up the same thing but maybe they were hoping for an evil dead two thing where they this time they got a budget so they could do it right part two could be done with a, with a with even more steady cam and you know and yeah. to play off evil dead the evil dead you know sort of thing in those days but i don't think it worked out quite that way no no and, and chris i'm <laughs> i'm glad the they were hoping no did not and chris you know i'm glad you said that the idea of making it with more money because of the films that we have covered here on the horror rack hanger on and this is the this is the fourth or fifth. This is the let's see. We did um, uh, Sleepaway Camp. We did Reanimator. We did Chopping Mall, and now Slaughter High. So this is the fourth film of the four we've watched. This is the only one I would like to see remade with a bigger budget. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I think that that is really the the downfall of this movie is the budget because it looks cheap it's it's slow like jay was saying they they had to ad lib some stuff to try and pad this out that those are things that happen because of logistics and money i think it's creative it's not always well executed because you've got a lot of amateur actors but i i i like the whole concept of it, it i i like the idea of this kind of uh almost grand guggenhall type of yeah, thing yeah. this this uh, gets, gets very, some more yeah hype it up get some more like 
you know, second character actor, more well-known character actors and, you know, more, more cast it with like basically a bunch of Carolyn Monroe level right. horror yeah, actors so- and get a better script writer, you know, or, you know, maybe, you know, it'll be five years later. So you're a better writer and, uh, punch up the script, make it funnier. Yeah. Just take everything that works and turn it up yeah. to 11 and it would yeah. be super, it's already super entertaining, but if you yeah, like, and, and, and again, and, and yeah. And then, and then call it April fool's day, because I think yeah. that, I think that, that brand yes. would have helped this film so much more yes. than slaughter high, which is such a, which is a fun title, but it's generic. Whereas April fool's day makes sense for this and and also fits that really awesome song that well, they have too so <laughs> and, and yeah right and and uh and um i mean one of the one of the honeywell experiments i think was called slaughter university hmm. so it's like and that was that was splatter where, university splatter it's university splatter yes you're right you're right but there's yeah. there's there's a long history of high of of high school you know deadly high school names yeah. And, yeah. Well, you could have done you could have done Slaughter High, then Slaughter U, and then Slaughter Grad School. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Slaughter internship. Cr- yeah, yeah. Slaughter internship. Slaughter, inter- po- you- slaughter postdoctorate degree. Yeah, yeah you you, cr- you cross it you, you cross it over with yeah you cross it over with Doctor Butcher M.D. You know, and then for the international school. market, you do Slaughter English as a second language. <laughs> I, I'm totally just <laughs> saying that. Like, remaking this you know what you do for the you, you move it to college so you can have the actors be a little bit older to start with and instead of them just trying to humiliate him with the video camera you have it be a fucking live stream so this yes. kid's getting you know, and then that's how you work that in it would play really well i think with today's audience yep but i don't know what do we know no, but you know, hey, like I said, there's, 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 there's something to be said for some of these old '80s movies that get overlooked because there, there was something creative about them, even if they didn't have all the tools necessarily to, to execute all of it. There's a lot of creativity, and it, this one I think is, a, is creative and it's enjoyable, and it doesn't, you know, even, even it, until, until we get like the three chases in a row. Yeah. It really doesn't plod. It moves along well up until that padding gets a little much at towards the end. But I was watching this last night and I was watching this. It was after midnight and I was like, wow, this is flying by. I'm like, how are we We're 70 minutes into this already? Jesus, you know, because it, yeah. it, it has a lot of characters. So it's like, got, got to kill them off. Got to dispatch them. So <laughs> it's funny. You guys were mentioning, you know, like uh, the titles and so like that, like, so, Obviously, this was referred to as April Fool's Day as this working title until the other movie was called it. It also was originally had a title of The Last Laugh um, in America, but but the I think the Italian title is the best. Jolly Killer, um, because (laughs) Jolly, but it's that 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 sounds more like a Christmas movie than than the Jolly Killer. It also sounds more like a Japanese title than an Italian one, too. <laughs> it does. Yeah, no, in Japan... Jolly, it could be, it'd be like the Jolly... Yeah, the Jolly Jester returns to school. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> so it was I a, want to see that. So it was a Jolly Jallo? Ooh, a Jolly Jalla? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, this is funny as hell that, like... Because this does sound more like a Japanese title. Like, <laughs> like how Dr. No was translated to No Doctor is Required. It's like oh, if, if we ever get together, we got to do Jallo shots. 
Shallow shots. They have to. Would they have to be deep red in yes, color? Yes, they do. They have to. They be, would have, they to, have be to be red, yes. bright red, but not too bright for blood. Yeah. <laughs> for and we'd all blood. have to drink them while wearing black leather gloves. Yes. So, oh my God. So. But uh, yeah. So, uh, but anyway. So, uh, if you want to watch Slaughter High, you're in luck because it's easily found. It's on Tubi <laughs> TV for free. Um, yeah. If you want to own it, this, now this is interesting. So. Um, Lionsgate put out a, a uh, I, I think it was called like the Retro Collection or something like this. This is the one I have. Jay, I think yep. you might have the yep. same one. It's actually a DVD, but it's the VHS presentation. It's yep. the exact VHS full screen copy. Oh, so does it have the Vestron like re- the at the very end? And yes, it, not at the not the beginning, but at the at end, the end, it does have the Vestron video logo come up like it did at the end of the old tape. Cool. So then, okay, yeah. so then what they did was they took that exact same things and a bunch of different ones, and it's like 976 Evil and Ghoulies 2 and um, Class of 1999, and they collected them all together in this eight-movie, two-disc set, which I also have. Um, but I have I have both the single release of this and I have the eight-movie on two-disc kind of thing and they took exactly that cut and they just threw it on a disc so yeah. it's a lot of it's available real cheap a lot of places so um yeah it's worth, worth picking up now if you if you're really a fan of this um yeah now who uh, that that's uh the credit not the not criteria that's the vestron collection from uh yeah. shout factory right which is super expensive yes all, but those, that's... all those vestron movies like okay so just real quick all, all those vestron leases they they feel that since since it's, they're all these I mean and they're not movies that are like oh my god I mean anyone's clamoring for it. they've jacked the price up on them so their average price is three to five dollars more uh, just at release time so if if a normal movie is let's say twenty nine ninety nine on Blu ray they're talking thirty four ninety nine thirty seven ninety nine sometimes thirty nine ninety nine so when they discount them there's only discounting them down to thirty four dollars like. You're still paying thirty-four dollars for a Blu-ray for a movie like Slaughter High. You're like, what? Are you kidding? You know, kind of yeah. thing. And you 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 can get Arrow releases um, of you know really good high-end movies for way cheaper than that. So it just kind of seems, I don't know. They're they're kind of playing off the idea. They're trying to get people into that whole Vestron idea. Like we're gonna do all these things. Like I get it that it's like it's niche market. I get that, but it's like it's so niche. But there's only so much money people have in the niche. You know, kind of thing. So yeah, right. Just saying. Well, you, you know, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't have these, the, the, that, the Blu-ray of Slaughter High. I do have it for Chopping Mall. Slaughter High is, is at least, like I said, it's out there available now. The, the uh, right now, I'm, I'm on Amazon right now, and I know we're not sponsored by Amazon anymore, or affiliated, I should say. We were never sponsored by Amazon, but they've got that, that up there now, and it looks like it's twenty dollars and eleven cents. So that's not, not right. bad. I, you know, whereas chopping, I, I can tell you, I paid more than that for chopping ball. I'm just going to put that out there gladly. So, you know, so, it, but again, it's, 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 if, if you want to see it, if you've never seen it, it's certainly out there and available. And if you decide yeah. you like it, you got a couple of options to get it. So, yeah, because like, like Jay said, was, was well, definitely higher than that originally. yeah, yeah. But, but like I said, the, 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 the compilation discs for the, the Vestron right. video style one, that's definitely out there. There's no question. So. Yeah, and that's like you can get there for like seven bucks. You can get yeah, and that's with all the other movies. It's like less, it's like a it, it's like a buck a movie, you know. Yeah, you can't go wrong for that. Movie. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. So, but yeah. So anyway, any final thoughts on 
Slaughter High before we sign off. Just don't store your asset no, on high okay, shelves. Okay, nothing. <laughs> just, just don't store your asset on high shelves. I'm just sorry. I think that's that's half. If you take nothing else away from this movie, don't store your asset on high shelves. It's we, absolutely we've learned. And you, if you haven't learned from you know uh, the Beyond or you haven't learned from any other number of Italian movies, <laughs> learn from this one. So when when the brown water comes out of the tub, roll roll to out. your right or left and get, get out. out of the tub. Yeah. Just get out. You you might burn you you know maybe you'll just get burned off at the knees but it's better than getting you know getting um Ark of the Covenanted <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you know kind of the corollary to that when in doubt soap your breasts yeah. yes yeah. that's just good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and a number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True Freaks. Freaks.